<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Hello, everybody. It is I, Lee Michael Kimbrell. How you doing out there, nasty boys and girls across the whole world? Raucous applause. They're great! Raucous applause. They're standing out of their chairs! Well, I mean... That is obvious. We'll bury the lead up top, but big shout out to all of the nasty boys and girls out there. We're in our most fruitful month. Yeah, we, it's very fruitful. It's so fruitful, you could say that we are dull. Yeah, we are dull. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. We are dull. But yeah, we got we have more downloads in January than any month so far, and we had... We haven't even released this episode that you're listening to right now. So we'd like to say thank you. So that's dope. That's fucking awesome, it's man. It's so great. We're saying thank you early. They're we're gonna hear they're gonna hear thank you a lot. Yeah, we're getting yeah, we we're building our own little nasty army. With nasty boys and girls coming out with their pitchforks and, and torches. The whole wide world, man. Dude, come out with your pitchforks and your torches, and next thing you know, we could change baseball yeah we yeah we need to someone needs to riot someone needs to storm manfred's office oh god the things i would do to just have a meeting with him and just ask him just it, as a fan as a knowledgeable fan just break it down and just be like i need could you answer this question yeah uh, you, you know what i get one question that's it you get like say you just get one i sit down in an office with him i have my nice press suit on i adjust myself and i look at him and i go this is going to be as professional as possible but um Here's my one question. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck what are, are you, you doing, doing to my sport? I know, man. God. We'll get more into it in the podcast, but it really is fucking crazy because we are inside 30 days to to spring training. Yeah. We don't even know if it's going to happen. There are huge... I mean, the DH thing... That que- If that question should have been answered in fucking December, dude... The DH question in the NL really would have had it, it. It did have an effect on what people went out there and signed and who got jobs and shit. Because if you ha- know you have a DH in the National League, you know Cruz is signed. Right, Ozuna is signed. Ozuna is signed, and these guys are just sitting at home without a job. And teams have already gone out and spent their money because they had to. Right, and it's all because you all just couldn't. Just make a, a decision. Figure it it's out. It's not even some crazy thing that needed a bunch of changes from inside. You did it last year. And how did it go? And it went really well. Exactly. And so you just say, okay, we're going to keep it. But we they, they just can't even get that right. No. And I, they're getting very little right. And it, su- it sucks to say out loud. That's something it's we really, love. It, and talk about every week because we want to. And we're not being held at gunpoint. No one's making us do this. And we are sitting here like, what are they doing? I know. It's really weird when you see such a big entity just 
be handled that poorly. And you just, I mean, we, we've seen it in our U.S. government in the last couple of years, especially sure. in the last year. You just see these huge entities that you grow up. You always just think, oh, well, yeah, I mean, they obviously know what they're doing. It's Major League Baseball. It's the biggest, it's the only, yeah. it's the biggest baseball organization in the world. All of them combined don't equal Major League Baseball. Not even close. Not even close. They've got, they know what they're doing. And then it's just a bunch of, what, just dumbass, <laughs> really wealthy bureaucrats, more or less. Right, who are worried about their bottom dollar and not the health of our sport. Yeah, personal interest man none was that's why it was a problem you know it's like yeah you want to bring in a business-minded guy sure but you need a dude who gives a fuck about it and that is why we the writing was on the wall he called the 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 world series trophy a piece of metal yeah you know and it's literally named after him yes oh it's just a piece of metal who cares what, it's the metal? commissioner's trophy, dog. Yeah, he's like, oh, a piece of metal. What you bang on the side of it, and it gets get, get, that's how you give get steel signs. Is that what you do with <laughs> with metal? Yeah, right. It worked while I was commission. Huh? Yeah, I know. Fucking piece of shit. I know. It's a whole thing. We'll talk more about that. What are? I mean, honestly, what are the odds that there is a universal DH? I mean, it's just I don't even know. You would have whoever setting those odds is obviously a fucking crook. For sure. I mean, those odds aren't good. What are the odds? I mean, I wonder if you could bet, like, if we'll even start on time. Oh, that for sure has to be somewhere. I wonder if it's somewhere that's, like, online. Because I don't want to drive to Indiana and have to place it at that Barstool Sports book. I'm no. not doing that. I want to do it from the comfort of my home. Yeah, for sure. Do you think there's a place where I could do that? You could probably do it. And they probably have, like, a wide catalog of prop bets and point spreads and things of that nature. Oh! know what you're talking about yeah football is in full effect and the nba is back you might not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at bet online bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online head to bet online today and use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses bet online your online sports book experts i uh, thank you Thank you. Perfect read. Perfect read. Fucking nailed it. Nailed Feeling it. good about it. We harmonized with the armchair and everything. It was crispy. It was crispy dispy, man. It was good. How was uh, how was your week? I had a solid week. I mean, these uh, this the concept of a week is just really weird. It's baffling. Seven days, like I don't know. I, time is just one big continuous thing. It, it is. I'm just. Uh, yeah. I don't even know. There are so few days that have like demarcators that are like oh this was a day yeah went and did this and did that and i don't know they're all kind of blurring together and then you realize they're like oh that was a good day and then you peak and then after you have that good day you're like oh no because the sense of impending doom just comes and swirls over nope. you yeah it's like hard a, to gain momentum right like ravenous birds it's hard to gain momentum man. it's very difficult because i felt it at the beginning of the week i mean we could tell them we can tell them the good news yeah we've been I, we've been up at the club a lot lately and uh there's a up at go bananas the whole complex is just this catacomb of winding rooms and doors and offices and asian cuisines of yeah. every type it looks like a dutch murder village yeah it really does it looks like epcot if <laughs> it was run you know by children or if epcot became jurassic park yeah epcot if it was like the setting for lord of the flies 
<laughs> and a bunch of kids just took over and were like, I'm going to make this a Chinese restaurant. They're like, I'm going to open a Japanese restaurant. And then I'm never cleaning over there. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's really wild. But we do love that place for Very all much. of its dysfunction. And we've got a little office space. Hey. Office space slash podcast studio. So we're gonna be like official. We're all we're out of the Devoremporium 2.0. Yeah, and we're gonna be like at chairs and have like little cameras, little boom mics, and we're stepping the game up. We're really doing it. After after I bought this device, now we're stepping it up even more. Yeah, I know. Already sounds great. Now it's gonna sound great, and you'll be able to look at us. Yeah, that'll be cool. The video version. I mean, I know you guys want to see us. You really do. The listenership's going up. You obviously enjoy our voices and our opinions and ideas. Wait till you see these voices and opinion and ideas coming out of human meat sacks. <laughs> you want to know what our faces yeah. look like? Do you want to know what it looks like when uh, when we just drink too much? Some, for you one, guys, some, of these? some of you guys do, but some of you guys don't. And if you don't know who we are or what we look like, I'm excited for it. I'm very excited. Yeah. Because you'll get to see my long flow and locks. Billy's hair is going out of control right now. It looks really good. Can't wait. You got that natural part right there. Doesn't it look good? It does. It looks really good. Very Conan. Yes, very Conan. You could get some uh, salve up in there and have an incredible like Bond villain-type pompadour. Oh, God, that's always been the dream. Yeah, like go full Johnny Bravo. Dude, I, yeah, I could get the leather jacket. Yeah, you could go full Johnny Bravo. And then just start striking out with the ladies. I don't know. You've got yourself no, a I'm nice good. lady. I'm, I'm just making a Johnny Bravo show. Come on. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't, not a, I'd know Johnny Bravo for the hair. Just for the hair? Mostly. And the fact I mean, that he, I watched it. He talked like this, right? I live with my mama. Yeah. Yeah, I loved Johnny Bravo. It's a good bit. It's a great bit. Top tier bit. But we've got a studio, so that was great. Uh, I spent, I mean, that was some of my week, was up there cleaning that studio out and being up at the club and, you know, moving piles of things to be piles of things elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was good being back around the club. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. And then uh, well, I had a busy day. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday where I was busy. Met with some of my clients. Some of the clients came up a little short. Um, but overall, great day. It was it was nice meeting with everybody. It was nice to like be out. Was it safe? I don't know. I don't care at this point. I'm bored. I'm bored. But you just went out. It's, I mean, I just dropped things leave off. The house. Yeah, it is safe. It is okay to leave the house. It's fucking safe. Yeah, you leave your house. You go. You put your mask on. You drop some boxes somewhere, and you leave. Yeah. It's it, not like you like, you know. Okay, sign here. Sign here, and spit in my mouth. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Put now. Put your hands in my mouth. All right. <laughs> now it's official. It's like, no, nah, dude, you're fucking fine. Well, the whole thing is actually with with our forms. When I do drop off, they do have to spit in my mouth. It's it's legal. Is that in the contract? Yeah, it's in our it's in our union clause. That's a that's a really strange thing, man. I'm not here to like you know yeah. question the union or anything, but I don't. It sounds like you're getting pranked. Uh, no, I made sure that the legalese fit when I added it. Uh, Oh, so that was you. It was 100% me. And it, did I add it after everybody signed the document? The document saying like what our contract was? Maybe. Did I print it out on a separate piece of paper, cut it out, and then super glue and impose it onto the signed contract? Yeah. Yes. But it's binding. Hey, man. It's binding like that glue to that page and that spit in my mouth. You got to work for it for what you love. That's right. Where do you stand with spitting? Because we were old baseball players coming up and we spat. Okay, there is multiple types of spitting. Okay, okay, <laughs> I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was going to level it down just like that too. 
you're just like getting some saliva out of your mouth. Okay. That's fine. Right. Fine with that. You know, just a little. Sure. I don't like the big public honking lugers. Oh, where that's you're... really gross to me. It sounds like you're cranking up the uh, the the nasal roller coaster. Yeah, you can't. You can, yeah, yeah. You can, you can't be doing that, especially in the COVID era. No. But like, I'm a big spitter. I always have been. Same. I always have been because of baseball. It's not, and just like you know, working down at the far. I just spit. Yeah. And like, I know that it's redneck. I don't do it. Like a redneck, you know? I'll spit mm-hmm. in a bush. I don't just, like, spit some big, giant, honking thing there on the sidewalk. It's not like I do it in front of people. Right. But I do... I have found that I spit enough that I've had a couple people comment on it and be like, yeah, so you're just, like, spitting, huh? <laughs> <laughs> just like, just yeah. that offhanded? Yeah. I'm, That's a, bizarre. A couple times outside of open mics and stuff, I'll spit. I spit a lot when I smoked. Yeah, I was about to bring that I up. That's, a lot that's my when I thing. Six because yeah. you're just filling your mouth with the worst tasting thing ever. Yeah, and it's just generating saliva because of all the chemicals and then the fire that's in your mouth. The literal flame. The heat, and then you're just hawking them. Yeah, I remember leaning up against those poles and the cat, the canopy at bananas, and then just uh, chucking them out just yeah. into the bush and at the sign. Of course. I'm a big spitter. Big spit. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. I'll, I, I'm also the same way. But also when I'm smoking a stogie, I'll sit on spit. the roof. Lots of spit in the crack. Let it fall down. Spit, bourbon, stogie. Like that's the Ooh, move. That sounds good. It's very nice. little glass of burb. Oh, God. Mm. Not tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight, no, devil. Tomorrow night, Satan. Uh, spitting there. You know, leaning up against at the, the clubhouse. It's not the clubhouse. Jeez Louise, the the dugout. Jeez up. Louise. Jeez Louise. <laughs> uh, I make the same sound when I come. I have a hi hat. You say Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise, and then I smack my wife's tits to make this sound. <laughs> and then the 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 butt up, and then the ch- is the beef clap. Oh, okay. There you the go. The full fist ham ham fist and high five. Yeah, just smacking the whole thing. Right, because that it's you know it's like clapping a hand, reverberating it. Yeah, and the suction creates that that last. That's a. This soundboard is getting too horny. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't even know how you would be able to make those four fairly rudimentary sounds into something so vulgar. But I'm proud. (laughs) Well, it is called a rim shot. Yeah. Oh, there it is. How about that? That is exactly what it's made it even more gross. Um, But like leaning up in the dugout against the fence, hucking lugs or like spitting seats into it. Yeah. Wow. I think we're on the same page, but like if you're cranking it up and you're firing out a wet yellow lug, that's fucked up. How are you with snot rockets? Not a f- like I don't know. Not a fan. Not a fan. It's a necessity sometimes. Sometimes you got to do it, but like I don't know, man. At what you can find a crumpled up Chipotle napkin. <laughs> yeah, but if you're like walking and you've got a problem, like you sneeze and it's hanging down. Oh yeah, I mean don't... sometimes you simply have to. But I'm saying. Literally, duck in an alley. Oh yeah, do that okay. shamefully. Right, that you've, is not a public act. You've never been ham sauced on a bar patio, and you've never just let it fucking rip. I've never ever done that. 
Okay, I've done that a couple times. No, dude. I mean, I can see it drunk as fuck. Like, if everybody else is drunk, it's kind of like a fun slapsticky. Oh God, in that gross thing to do. Right. But man, no. I would. I would rather like throw up in public than do that. Oh wow. I feel like pinching down a nostril and ripping a snot rocket is just one of the gritteriest things you can do. I could have sworn I've seen you do it. Maybe I have. Probably like sneeze and then you're you're outside and you just fuck a quack and let yeah, I mean let the, I, okay, let the, with the sneeze, yes. Okay, let the nose sacks fly. Yeah, sometimes you got to let it rip, man, but if you're just like if it's like a voluntary one, yeah. You're a monster. Agreed. You're a monster. My grandpa would do that all the time. See, my grandpa was a big handkerchief guy. I find that disgusting. Are so gross. That's foul. Hankies are so fucking gnarly. You have a thing in your pocket. You pull out and you breathe your snot into, and then put it back in your pocket. Back in your pocket all day, and then do it. It's so it's unbelievably gross. And then think about this: it goes into the laundry. Yeah, the washing. And it is washed up with your t-shirts, fucking pants, your cum socks. Get out of here. Yeah, but if you're putting the cum socks in there, who cares about boogers? But then I'm blowing. Onto my hanky, which potentially could have my cum on it. Yeah, but you it. put it in there, man. I don't know. I trust most most things once they go through the washing machine, once they go through the dishwasher. I'll even eat some like questionable meat because okay. it's like you burn all that bacteria away. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Heat goes a long way for me. <laughs> heat, heat, clean shit. <laughs> heat goes a long way it for really me. It really does. Heat will kill some damn germs, man. All right, fair enough. I'll give you that. Um, now this only leaves one thing: sexual spitting. Uh, sexual spitting, not my thing. Not a, not like an open mouth. What, like drop it in there, like a bat pooping in a cave. Not my thing. Me, I've never done it. I've never, like you know, I've watched stuff. Here's the question: I've watched it. Don't get me wrong. Like Who's not in person. Doing it. That is the million dollar question. There, I think there, there have got to be so many. I guess that's kind of like the definition of a fetish or whatever. Right. But I feel like there are so many sex acts that only, they almost exclusively exist on the internet in pornography. One thousand percent. And like, and that's what a fetish is, but like, even right. if that's your fetish, you're looking up the video and cranking it solo. There are so few yes. people out there who are going to go out there and, like, what, fall in love with somebody and spit in their mouth? Right, yeah. <laughs> or, like you, or you can't do it on a Tinder date? Like, I mean, <laughs> I guess if you do, if you're into that and then you find somebody that they happen to be into that too, you're like, well, I mean, I guess we got to get married. <laughs> Everything's you know? off the table. But, I mean, who the fuck is out there just, like, spitting on each other, spitting in their mouths? Never, never have you, like, it's like, I do, I do. And then you go back to have, like, your first marital relations as a couple and be like, let's swap spit from two feet away. Yeah, that's really wild. No. I'm good on that. Have you ever, like, had the need, the feel in your loins to just, like, look at someone you love, spit in their face, and then slap them? Yeah. With your dick in their mouth? No. No. Never had that. I don't. I'm just not a rough boy. I'm not either. And I think a lot of girls say that they like the rough the roughness. Sure. And, you know, if you, sometimes you gotta give it or whatever but I think overall people don't like that. No. 
Mm-mm. I don't think so. No. Well, like, here's the thing. It's with, an outlier. Well, Every now and again, you just let one fucking rip, and you're both very carnal and into it. Sure. But oh, I don't know. Obviously, I'm just speaking from my own experience and perspective, but I'm like a soft, loving boy. Uh, me too. For the most part. Yeah, soft, loving boy. I fucked a lot of fat chicks. hey it's jizz juice in the naughty in the morning (laughs) no come on uh that that's that's very weightist of me uh come on and uh no i i'm with you i've never i'm a soft guy you know i like to just lay there i you know i don't you know i like to flip it over and then just be like i'm tired but like i'm not see i mean i don't know i guess it just all depends on what your definition of like wild is and then, sure. but then you just have to define that between you and, and your partner right now if you are into spitting and can explain why sexual spitting is a thing you can email us at the new nasty boys at gmail.com or hit us up on instagram yeah or the send a video boys. send the video That'd be great. Yeah, send a I, video. Let's get some interaction. Send out there. the link. You can also be like, hey, I need $3.99 for this. It's my art. It's my craft. That's fine. At the new nasty boys on PayPal. We can also do that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's just gonna be one guy <laughs> from Norwood jacking off, spitting onto the camera lens, calling us nasty boys. It's gonna be John Holmes. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Yeah, that yeah. It's for sure John Holmes with his shirt off, sitting in his Norwood mansion. Fucking spanking it. Holmesy boy, baby. Mm, love him to death. So, yeah, not a big sexual spitter guy. And, like, yeah, a lot of the fetishes and stuff, like, you could easily pay for that from, like, uh, a, a sex worker. Yeah. They, they you know, they specialize in it, but that's, like, a paid service. That's, like, Netflix. Yeah, that's a whole different ballgame. Right. You're not just walking down the street and seeing that happen in real life. Like, no. you don't just walk down and see, like, Han Solo. No, you have to like pay to see it. And even like the people that are I don't who knows. I'm just completely talking out of my ass here. But not That's sp- a fetish. Not spitting in Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You beat me to it. But like the people that are into some the rougher, you know, rougher esque stuff, it's like, yeah, some straps. Sure. A couple toys. Go for it. Mostly vocal. But like the spit thing, I don't know, man. I'm not here to kink shame, but no. my God. Some wires are crossed if you are like, your right. brain is activated in sex mode, <laughs> and you're also like, spit into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like you, I, yeah. I'm, seriously, I'm not a kink shaver. I'm not either. But my God. I just like, want- What happened? <laughs> I'm I, sorry about your dad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Were you like sexually attracted to a pit bull as a child? Yeah, I don't understand. I need answers. And so do you. We yeah. both need answers. Yeah. So- I don't get it, man. Uh, whatever, whatever floats your boat, and it's probably saliva. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I need answers. And it's weird that spitting is so synonymous to baseball. Yeah, you got a chaw. You in. got the chaw. You got the bubble gum. You got the seeds. Love the yep. seeds. Love sunflower seeds. I don't think we've covered this. Flavored seeds, yay or nay? Favorite flavored seed, if you are. I am a David's original. Love it. I like a normal seed. If I'm doing anything, uh, I would. I'd like you know, like the Frito Lay's skinny pack of seeds. I'll do like ranch. Okay. I like the ranch. I'm not like a big flavor guy. I work with a guy who's got like dill pickle flavor. Oh yeah. And cheeseburger flavor. That's disgusting. Yeah. It. I'll do like a, I don't know something. 
something spicy. I don't, I'm not a big, I'm not a huge artificial flavor guy on seeds. Me either. I like salt. I need the salt. I like salt. Now, when you were a kid, how long did you just put sunflower seeds in your mouth and just crush them and masticate them with your teeth without cracking them and eating the seed? Forever. That, yeah, because that's how every kid starts Forever. off. Forever. Yeah. Your little mouth doesn't isn't like Mm-mm. intricate enough to be able to take the seed, put it, put, put it between your two rows of teeth, gently crack it enough to unleash the seed, but not enough, you know. Right. It's just the evolution of your seed consumption. Right, which uh, my wife knows something about. Oh, no, I'm not going to hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> the evolution of your seed consumption? Well, oh, wait. No, I'm an idiot, aren't I? Yeah, give it up for him. Billy eats his own cum, and we're back. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I spit in my own mouth. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember turning the corner as a little leaker, and like you know, you'd just get a huge cheek full of seeds, yeah, and then you would be able to systematically crack them and move the uncracked seeds to the other pouch of your cheek, while also eating. The unkernel, you know, the unsheathed seed. See, I would felt go like a baller. Mall's massive left cheek, crack it left left row at teeth, move the seed over to the right side, chew with just the right side, and then, well, before I started chewing, I would spit that empty shell. Okay. So it's a whole the industrial revolution of sunflower seeds has happened in my mouth. I've learned over time from not just mashing and just chewing them and mushing them, and then having just like just spitting out this thing that looks like a like a freshly frozen black bean burger. Yeah. I learned how, yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, flavored seeds, barbecue. Barbecue seeds, okay, yeah. that's Rip. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. They sold barbecue seeds at my park, and I would get those every now and again. I would get those every now and again, too. Those are good. Those are the only flavors I'll fuck with. Did you ever take the seeds and, like, put them, like, just, obviously they're in your cheek, but you let them go down low enough so that they're in your lip, and it looks like you just had a little lipper in? I would... <coughs> Excuse me, I would do that. But when I started doing that, it's the same thing that would happen when I put in a dip. My gag reflex would go and I'd be like, Hurr! something really? in the bottom of my lip makes me want to hurl. Good on you, man. Can't do it. Oh, man, I used to love dip. I can't. I still do love dip. I just, you know. Yeah. Dip is great. It's every, every now and again thing. Well, I used to, in high school, you get hubba bubble gum. I feel like we've talked about this on like a way long ago podcast, but. Just get like double bubble or big league chew, Ooh. flatten it out. Okay. Put in a little wad of red man. Oh yeah. Chew and then cover that up. Yeah. So you just have like this big old mass of gum with a little bit of red man in the middle and just chew on that sucker. That's what Jeffers did when we played softball. Oh yeah. He would get a pouch of red man, which I've said before, it's amazing and hasn't gotten canceled, but the 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 woke generation has not found out that it exists yet. Yeah. Right. Um, but then he would get his red man and then he would get, I think it was fruit by the foot grape. Yeah. And then he would wrap it in that grape and then fire it in and then we'd go play softball. It's so fun, dude. If anyone tried to cancel red man chewing tobacco, they'd be like, all right, we'll change the name to godless savages chewing (laughs) tobacco. Go fuck yourself. Oh, get They me. would never do it. No. They would n- Red Man's branding company is just an 86-year-old man who doesn't know what Twitter is. Right. You know, they're <laughs> not in that generation. Yeah, it's just three dudes who are still drying tobacco themselves in a barn, and then they just get they just get a letter, and it's handed to them like, 
What? No one writes us. We don't fucking do anything. Yeah, man. If you live, if you live, truly live with zero fear of getting canceled, you can't get canceled. <laughs> right. Look at Sean Connery, you man. Know? Yeah. Here's the perfect example. He said that thing in the Playboy interview where, yeah, women should be hit if they're gonna rile you up. Open hand. Back of the hand in the face. And then Barbara Walters asked him about it in 1992, and she said, do you feel bad about it? Do you take it back? He went, no, abs- no absolutely not. Yeah. No, but- I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I think sometimes, you know, women get a little too excited. They need to be put in their place. <laughs> he doubled down on 2020 with Barbara Walters and just shut her down. He just out up the ante. That was such a funny trope of, like, old movies is some guy would just be completely freaking out and you would just slap him in the face. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Just slap him in the face, throw a glass of water in his fucking face and be like, oh yeah, now I'm chill. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Sorry, I was getting a little too emotional there. Yeah. <laughs> but Thank- I feel better now that you slapped me in the face in yeah. this boardroom full of men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these four knuckles changed my vibe. Yeah, dude, that's some James Bond shit. Yeah, it is. I watched Diamonds Are Forever last night. Plug in Bond with Friends. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. DeVore, Billy DeVore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I watched it last night. Uh, the movie starts with him just shooting, with him throwing someone who's Japanese through a wall, which is great. Uh, I mean, Sean, Con- the last two Bond movies with Sean Connery, he just, you know, hates Japanese people for some reason. And that post-World War Two. That's it. He's like, I'm taking them down. He, he then, uh, even before the title screen, he is choking out a woman with her own bikini top. He just rips it off the top of her, twists it around her neck, and he's just like, tell me what I want to know. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. He gets the job done. Yeah, he hits two or three women in that movie. Pretty impressive. So do you think in uh, any of the Sean Connery, uh, James Bond movies, he matched up with uh, Masahiro Tanaka over in Japan? You know what? Because that's where he landed. <laughs> yeah. That's insane to me. That is unbelievably bonkers that Masahiro Tanaka could not get signed to the United States. He is signed with the Tahuko Rakuten Golden Eagles of the Nippon Professional Baseball League. His old team. That's where he started. That's so wild, man. He came. I forgot how much of a deal he got. He got a $144 million deal. Mm-hmm. Coming straight from Japan. Seven years. That plus, is wild. Plus the posting fee to even talk to him. Damn, dude. His tenure in New York was solid. Tanaka stayed there for seven years. He In seven seasons, 374 ERA, 78-46 and 46 record. Yeah, you should also look at his postseason numbers. Yeah, 991 Ks over 174 outings. Jesus. Damn, that's wild that no one could go out and pay him. But, like you said before, what happened? Talking about Wainwright? Yeah. Yeah, Wainwright just signed today with the, uh, or just a couple hours ago. He re-signed with the fucking Cardinals, who are in the NL Central, who are not spending any money. They gave 30... The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. 
Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Nine-year-old Adam Wainwright, one year, eight hundred million or eight million dollars. One year, eight hundred million. Yeah, would one be year, eight mil, dude. And, t- and 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 I don't know. Tanaka's not even making that in Japan. No. Yeah, that's wild. That's insane. Do you want to hear? This is also insane. His career war seventeen point five. Career. Wow. That's fucking. Bonkers. He had 991 strikeouts. Yeah, in 174 games. Get the fuck out of here. And the guy is 32. Yeah, that's really weird. Is th- That just is another one of the questions to Major League Baseball. It's like, what do they know? What do you do? Because that on the surface, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. None. To not bring him back. He's 32. Wainwright's 39. Not a bad clip in 2020 either. I mean, uh, uh, given he had how many starts? He had... 10 starts, he had 8.39 strikeouts, 9 per K. Jeez, could have stumbled through that one harder. So, I I, I don't know, man. In 48 innings pitched and 10 starts, I don't hate that. Considering in 2019, he had 182 innings pitched with an ERA plus of 101, which is one run above average. And in 2020, he had a 120 ERA plus. I don't understand that. Someone make it make sense. Please. How anyone. Could, how, how, who? It just seems so weird out of all these teams that, you know, are just kind of going in and getting in the patchwork like four, five, three, four, five guys. Right. It's 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 weird to me that, like, I don't know, a, a team like an, an embarrassment of riches, like a team like the fucking Dodgers or Padres or Twins or any of these guys who could just go out and give him two years, eight mil. The Yankees replaced his spot with a a very expensive lottery yeah, ticket. Yeah, Corey Kluber. One year ten. What are you doing? I know that that is so bizarre. It's almost like he. I mean, did Tanaka just want to go back to Japan after how every how maybe he maybe Tanaka's just like yeah, Major League Baseball is fucked. I'm over this. I'm just gonna go back, make my money. I'm gonna go home. And, you know, our season will continue. Right, where I'm well regarded. Yeah, our season will, uh, yeah. Where, where people want to come and watch yeah, the game. Exa- and they will be allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> and they will yeah. be allowed to. He'll be able to play in front of people next year, and he knows that. Yeah. 
That's true, too. I didn't think about it that way. You know, I mean, maybe it's Tanaka being like, fuck you very much. Thank you for my $144 million. Yeah. You've really hooked it up. Yeah. But I'm out. Yeah, now I'm going to... This is a dumpster fire. That totally makes sense, too. I didn't think about it that way. I just did. Because, (laughs) no, you know, because just like on the surface, it really makes no sense that he was that cheap. Kind of any any way to begin with. Right. And... In his early 30s as a pitcher? In the middle of his... I mean, I could, you could say this is his prime. Argue his prime. Especially considering what he did in the postseason. How did the fucking Blue Jays not sign him? No. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Like these teams that are like really fucking going for it. How is, how is he not a brave? Or how is he... You could just name 12 teams that it makes zero sense. They have the money. They're currently spending. And they're currently adding. And you can't tell me Tanaka isn't for a team who wants to make a run in the playoffs. Tanaka's a guy, it just seems like such a dead ringer. Right, with a guy who is in the 94th percentile of walks. Well, Tanaka was the second best free agent pitcher on the market this season. Jesus, doesn't walk. He's in the 71 percentile of whiff rate, of whiff percentage. I know, he's going to go over there and completely dominate. You know, I, I, that just that's a weird one. It on the the odds of no one signing him for such a low number, even though he would help out so many teams. It just does make me think that maybe he was like, "Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm over it." Or he signed a two year, knowing that thirty four, he could have the foresight to be like twenty twenty two. They are striking. Yeah. So 2021, 2022, I'm still playing baseball. 2023, what's up? I already have established major league numbers. Yeah. I could still be, I could be either in the middle or starting to decline. That's given his team, whoever represents him, that's given them a lot of credit, but possibly. I mean, they're really good at their job if that's their thought process. If they're like, let's get you a guaranteed eight, eight and a half mil over the next two seasons. And then we'll just let this fucking fire burn. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll revisit it in two years. Because at 34, I don't know, Tanaka, you would like, you would, you would believe that he's still viable. Of course. That's just, it makes no sense. Coming into this offseason, it was, it was Bauer. Yeah. And then pretty much a very clear two for the most part. (laughs) Yeah. Was Tanaka. Yes. I would agree with that. And we're sitting here 28 days to spring training. Bauer doesn't have a team, and Tanaka's in Japan. It's wild. And Adam, well, you know what? It's a disservice that Adam Wainwright got signed again to a one-year deal because he was great in the booth. Yeah. I was a big, big fan of that. Yeah, he was good in the booth. He was very good in the booth. What are the odds that Adam Wainwright is good in the booth when he retires? I'd say they're pretty good odds, man. I wonder if there's... Did you, did you watch that uh, Chiefs-Bills game? How good is Romo? Romo's the best. Romo is the absolute best, man. Easy, easy best. I'm excited to see Drew Brees in the booth. Yeah, that'll be a good one too. Just get these smart guys in the booth. You know, if the if the if the color and the breakdown is good enough, then it could really you know teach you a lot about the game. And the more you know about the game, the more the uh, the better better you are. That is so true. You like that better better. The better, better, baby. We're talking about football, and it's because football is in full effect. With many teams strutting their stuff, you might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still get in and all the action at Bet Online. 
Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and point totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head on over to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR, Armchair. to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, they're your online sportsbook experts. And now, a word from our new sponsor. Oh, Travis Pastrami! Thank you, back. Travis Pastrami. Thank you for coming by and talking uh, about your BCDs. Very cool on some nice marbled rye, Travis Pastrami. <laughs> and your fucking devil juice. That's it, man. Still CBD. want some. I love some CBD, dude. I've never CBD'd it. You've never CBD'd it? you got to get it CB done. Oh, yeah, that's great. You know what? Yeah. i got to get it done. I think I'm going to wear out this uh, rim shot button. Yeah, the rim shot button is going to be done. I'll tell you this. My wife wears out my rim shot button. God. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You're, we're going to look over this soundboard and literally the D <laughs> yeah. on this is just going to be the light's dead because I've used it so much. The light is dead. The light is dead on the D. Well, speaking of dead, the it seems so. like some of the last podcasts we've just kind of been beating the dead horse as far as what are the Cincinnati Reds going to do up the middle? What? Who is our shortstop? And we still don't have an answer, but we do have some possible answers that are no longer answers. Correct. There are options off the table that I didn't see either of them happening. No, Simeon, who was our number one, Mm -hmm. gone. He's a Blue Jay. One year, $18 million. Talk to our correspondent on the West Coast in the Pacific Northwest, the beautiful, beautiful Northwest of Seattle. Jake and I agree, and I think you do as well. Way overpaid. Way too much money. One year 18 is bananas. He's coming off of a one year 14 subpar year. And yeah, declined. That, yeah, that that's a weirdo. And signed with a team that does not know where they're playing baseball this year. Or where he'll be playing, per se. Second base. Second base? Yeah. So then who gets the out? So second base that you go Who was their second baseman? Cavin Biggio. Okay, that's what I'm saying. He moves to third. Vlad moves to Vlad Jr. moves to first. Bless you. Ooh, that's a fucking cool infield. Yeah. Vlad Bichette, Biggio Simeon. Mm. That's a cool infield. Plus George Springer in the outfield. Yeah. Playing center field. That's a fun team. And then who's that kid on the Blue Jays? He's got a weird name. Like Glovac. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, to the catcher? Yeah. I'll like Joe up. or something weird. Yeah. But he's good. I'm going to look it up. No, so Simeon is gone. Um, our, I think I would agree, our third choice, Andrelton Simmons, who, you know, as the Simeon came down the wire and as we were thinking, it, who is it? Alejandro Kirk. Kirk, there it is. Guy's a fucking beast. Yeah, he's good. Um, he is my frame. Thick. Just hairy arms. Oh, yeah. That chin boy's beard, a unit. Chin beard. Yeah, that boy's a unit. That guy is me. That's a cool team. If I was from the Dominican. Fuck yeah. Billy with a tan. Oh, William. 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 Uh, Andrelton Simmons is a Minnesota twin. One year, 10.5. One year, 10.5. Moving Jorge Polanco to second base. Yeah, so, I mean, 18 mil. The Reds were never in play for that. No. One year, 10-5. That was 
our wheelhouse. That is it. That's our wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, and then Dee's out there, and I don't see DD happening because if we didn't pull the trigger on, who knows how it all broke down. Sure. But if we didn't get, and Jelton Simmons, mm-hmm. who is widely considered to be inferior signing to D.D. Gregorius. Different. Different signing, depending on what your need is. I mean, he, since 2012, Andrelton Simmons had the most runs saved created plus. He's the best glove out there. Yeah. Yeah, so different needs. Right. But I don't know if we pay D.D. Because D.D. and Simeon are, last year, both played for one year fourteen. Yeah. That was both of their or they were both making 14 million dollars last year. Right. Simeon came out, got paid more, a substantial raise, 1 year 18. Yeah. That market is set. It is set between 10.5 and 18. Yeah, but I think that Simi I think that Gregorius feels as if he gets paid Simeon numbers. Uh, I think Simeon was going for the high AAV, which makes no sense to me because of how fucking loaded the shortstop market is next year. Yeah, Danny seems to think that a lot of those guys will re-sign. I don't think so. The sport's broke. That's not happening. Baez isn't going to be a Cub. I totally 1,000% agree with that. I don't think he's a Cub either. Baez isn't going to be a Cub. Unless they think they can pay Rizzo and Baez. Which they can't. Why would you if you're going to fucking tear They're it down? They're in the middle of a rebuild. Yeah, you jump-started it. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to have more pieces to move. So if they have to choose between Rizzo and Baez, bet yeah. you they go Rizzo. I would. Bet you they go Rizzo. I don't think Baez is a Cub. I can see Seager leaving L.A. Uh, that's going to be tough after him being the NLCS and World Series Yeah, MVP. just as far as like... Who's going to be able to combat with the money that the Dodgers can put out there? Hero. He's a hero. He's going to be yeah. regarded in L.A. On top of the fact, like, my issue with either if I'm if I'm looking at him and I'm in the GM chair looking at my spreadsheets, I'm going to look over and see how many games he's missed. Yeah, I'm not I wouldn't give him that kind of this kind of fat stack. A lot of money. It's a ton of money that I'm putting into a shortstop. So, no. That's going to be tough. I think he re-signs unless the Dodgers really, truly believe in Gavin Lux and aren't just using him as a blue chipper to move to get more pieces. Right. Uh, I don't know. And I think we would know if there is a signing before spring training, if there is an extension. If there is, then Gavin Lux for sure is available. Yeah. <clears throat> Lux, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't see Trevor Story wanting to stay in Colorado. He's not. They can't afford him. I wouldn't be shocked if he got moved midseason. Yeah. Um, and then you have Correa, who knows what's going to happen in Houston. Right. And here's the big thing with Simeon going to uh, going to Toronto, who is also playing shortstop for the A's. Who's doing that? Right. Like I don't I I don't know off the top of my head, but you think that Didi's in that market, or knowing the A's, they could pull some prospects out of their ass and play some money ball and go get one of them guys at halftime. They certainly that that would be their ball game is just to survive until June with some, you know, solid little twenty three year old vacuum two, two man vacuum yeah and then go out and trade big 
I wouldn't be wouldn't shock me either. Yeah, see Story and Chapman there on the left side of that outfield infield. It's pretty pretty fucking nasty. That's gross. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. And considering, I mean, who else is competing in the AL West? I mean, you have the Angels with Poolholes, Trout, and Rendon. Rendon got named by MLB Network as the best third baseman in the game right now. Yeah. But they don't have any starting pitching. Zero. Zero. And they're out on Bauer. Right. So it seems like the AL West is going to be a fucking cakewalk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like the A's to take. Rangers suck. Yeah, the Rangers are no good. It's what? The Mariners have a young squad coming up that's full of prospects. They're going to be good in three years. It's it's Oakland and Houston, which it's been for a while now. No shit. It's been like that, honestly, since like 17. Yeah. It's been the, it's been those two teams in that division. You got the fucking cellar dweller Mariners and then the Rangers and yeah, it's I feel like it has just been a battle between Houston and Oakland up top with who? Angels in third place. Yeah. Yeah, Angels in third place, Mariners in the cellar, and then you've got the fucking Angels who just... Have who fucking... I mean, you can't say swing and missed on pool holes, but I mean, half the time he's been there, it's been dog shit. Yeah. it's Well, it's not complete dog shit. It is not... You're not getting what you paid for. No, certainly not. So... Argue, like, when Pujols peak, peak Pujols when he was beating up the Reds, like St. Louis peak Pujols... Yeah. He's like a top three hitter of all time. Peak poo holes is hilarious. Peak poo holes. <laughs> peak in that poo hole. Hey, I'm at peak poo holes, honey. I'll be out in a minute. Oh, do you have any TP? Oh, there ain't anything left on the roll. Yeah, just got a peak, peak poo holes. Peak, peak and poo holes, dude. <laughs> Classic yeah. baseball joke. So I don't, I mean, but, you know, we brought up Bauer just now. Mm-hmm. Bauer out with L.A., which apparently had something to do, I think it probably came down to money, but publicly... Bauer didn't want to go and pitch with that pitching coach, Mickey Calloway, former pitching coach slash manager of the Mets. Oh, the guy who helped shape DeGrom. Syndergaard. Syndergaard. Matt thing. Harvey's yeah, careers. Exactly. It's money. Fucking shut the fuck up, Trevor. Right. It's money. Yes. You're not getting the AAV you want. Shut the fuck up. Stop lying to us and saying you're being transparent. If you want to be transparent, straight up say it's not the money. It's the money. I'm not getting what I want. Yeah. I'm in on that. Yeah, or it, unless there's some like personal beef between him and Callaway, I don't buy that. What is that? His arms are too fucking hairy. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. And you can't use if he does end up signing with the Mets. The Mickey Callaway thing sounds like even more bullshit. Yeah. Because you were doing some digging before we recorded. The Mets pitching coach is an 83 year old man. Yeah, Phil Regan is 83. And he managed the Orioles for a hot minute. That is wild. You're telling me this guy is gonna is gonna be in on the analytics that you are, Trevor? No, no, no. You're a lot. You are lying to our face. So let's see. My dad is 65, and he was born in 55. Mm-hmm. So 20 years under that, 35 minus two. This man was born in the year 1937. You fucking nailed it. April 6, 1937. So which means before the like when the season starts, five days after, this man will turn eighty-four years old. That's the pitching coach for the Mets. So Trev if Trevor ends up signing with the Mets and it looks like he's a Met or a Dodger. Yeah. Most likely. Come on, Trev. Stop. It's not Mickey Calloway. 
lying. Yeah, you're lying. I know that Trevor Bauer loves analytics and and, and mm-hmm. high performance stuff and drive line and the spin and the yeah. computers and all this shit. It's money, Trevor. It's money. Stop, it's money. Dude. Stop saying you're the king of transparency it, and that you have this fan group that you're all like, well, let's be 100% honest with like, this is what's going on in the COVID season. And then come on and give these one man pressers on your YouTube channel and say like, well, I want to be just a foundation of the organization. I want to have say. It's like, fuck off. That's not true. They're not mean you're AAV. Rachel, come out and say it too. Yeah. Agreed, man. It's not complicated. Totally agreed. Fuck them. I'm glad he's gone now. <laughs> yeah. it. I'm fired up. Yeah. Because, he, I mean, the way that he's handled himself this offseason is infuriating. Yeah. You're looking like a spoiled brat. He does. You're looking like the kid at the birthday party who's crying because he didn't get the toy he wanted. Yeah, his attitude is matching his haircut. <laughs> and his haircut is bad. Bad. It's a bad haircut. It, yeah, he does. He's not... He. We talked about it four or five pods ago, but, like, he's just... It's incredible how my opinion of what he's doing has changed. Yeah. You know? I get it. And when you are putting yourself out there like that and being, quote, transparent, it does just open yourself up for criticism. So I am trying to look at that through that lens. But, like, it's just, I mean, Trevor, dude, you're not, people aren't paying you what you want to be paid. Right. That's what it is. Sorry, dude. They don't trust your 2020 season, which is the thing we've been preaching for the past year. They don't trust your 2020 season. You had 13 starts. You were dominant. Yeah. But then in 2019, you were hurt with an ankle and back injury. Two of your starts were seven inning games. Yeah. Complete games. Sure. Sure. Complete games, like 12, 13 Ks and seven innings. Yeah, Dude, we... Dominant. You won the Cy Young in a Reds jersey. Dominant. It's fucking, Amazing. It's fucking cool. But if I am if I am in my GM chair, I'm looking at that 2019 line though. I'm looking at that and I'm going, this was over a full season. Mm. Yeah. Where, and he I wants mean, this. He, yeah, dude. In 2019, it, we're so quick to forget his stats with the Reds weren't good. They were terrible. They were bad. Awful. I'm pulling up the baseball yeah, reference. I mean, I remember on several occasions he went out there and just got absolutely shelled. 2019, he had 10 starts with the Reds. He had a 6.39 ERA. His K per nine, though, 10.9. Pretty dominant. ERA plus 73. Well, well below average. Yeah. I mean, in 68 Ks in those 10 starts. I mean, and he gave up 12 dingers. Yeah. He gave up two more dingers than he had starts. Yeah. I'm If I'm looking at that and you're like, you want me to pay you $33 million a year? Go fuck yourself. Yeah, man. He's really pointing at that 2020 season a little too hard. But, look at, but if you look at that, 73 innings pitched, he had an ERA plus of 276. It's wild. That's absurd. That is ridiculous. K per nine, no. 12.3. I mean, Bauer's filthy. We all know that. Gross. We all know that, and we are kind of scorned lovers right now. 100%. There is hot sauce on my dick. Literally left us because we were broke. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, that's not why, but it's like why we aren't. Li- it's why we don't get a chance to date him anymore. No, he can't take him out anymore. No, I can't take you to the precinct every week, dog. No, nobody wants to. Nobody wants to date a broke motherfucker. No, no one should just sit on the couch and cuddle up every weekend. No, they want to be wined and dined. That's right. <sighs> so that definitely, definitely a little bitter. Uh, Real Muto found a home. But, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm still looking at this. His 2018 year, he had a 2.21 ERA with an ERA plus of 196. He's wildly inconsistent. 2019, yeah, 2018, 2017, turn it around, ERA plus of 109, a little bit above average. 106 the year before, a little bit above average. I, 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 don't, I don't trust that this will continue. No, not that level of dominance. I don't. I mean, Garrett Cole even came back to earth this in twenty twenty. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I would trust that and give him that type of money. And I don't. I mean, what you give him a two year, thirty five million dollar deal? And say like, here's your short leash. Here's seventy million dollars for two years. Go get it. I'm not giving him a fucking five year deal. No. Come on. Come on. God, I just. Come on. So curious as to where he's going to land. I am too, and I don't think we're going to know for I'm going to say another week. We might we might find him in the with the Mets with a fucking geriatric pitching coach. That would be so wild. With cataracts. God, fucker has cataracts and he's telling you how to throw a baseball. Bauer goes to the Mets. Their rotation is now DeGrom, Bauer, Syndergaard, Carrasco, and Stroman. All being led by a guy who remembers right. having to to f- having a rubber shortage because of World War Two, dude. When he was born, there weren't any such thing as Nazis. <laughs> Na- right, Nazis weren't invented by the time he was born. He was a teenager before he saw television. Yeah, yeah, that's so wild. I can't believe that those there are still guys like that in positions like that. And I bet you he's a great, obviously he's a great pitching coach on some level. Sure. The mental aspect of it. But even then, it's like, it's just evolved so much. Right. It's like, why do we have 83-year-old men in Congress and in dugouts? They don't belong. They don't. As soon as you have <laughs> to don't. start taking Viagra, you're out of anywhere with power. Yeah, yeah. If you got a limp dick, hit the bricks. <laughs> hit the bricks, motherfucker. That's funny. <laughs> you're in the streets. Uh, this but is- yeah, JT Realmuto signed. Uh, I think it's a low. I think it's a low deal. I think it's a bad deal for him. Not yeah, to sound sure. like old Trump, like it's a bad deal. I understand that it's also the highest AAV for a catcher, twenty three point one million dollars over those five years. But that seems low for someone who is number one. At their position for an extended period of time. Yeah, with in really no, all of the tools. No competitor. None. He's the best catcher. Jiz Money Grundle's second. Yeah. And he got a dog shit. I mean, he got one. We were like, that's a little overpaid, but he's older. He's 30. He signed that contract at 32, and that's old for a catcher. Yeah. But you're, this guy frames like a motherfucker. Yeah, man. The spending is crazy. We were talking about this stat. This is unreal. And it, it, it looks like a typo. It sounds like a typo. But this is a Major League Baseball offseason spending by division. If, yeah. y- we, if you listen to this pod, then you know that the NL Central, it's looking bad. These numbers really paint a real picture. Yeah. So the American League East, 
as expected, $307 million. Yep. That's no shocker there. New York, Boston. Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, they're spending. The National League East, no shocker there, $143 million. One year, three mil, John Lester to the Nationals. Yeah, Mets. Mets. Braves. I mean, they're out there spending. (sighs) Yeah. Phillies. AL Central, $124 million. That's White Sox. Twins. Twins spent some money. And the Dodgers have spent spent some money. Yeah, the Dodgers. Well, yeah, the Dodgers. The National League East comes in at ninety-eight million dollars this offseason. So that's what Padres. Oh, NL West is yeah. ninety-eight million. Yeah, AL Central is one hundred twenty-four million. Right. Okay. NL West ninety-eight million. The American League West eighty-three million. The AL West was that. AL West eighty-three mil. Who am I thinking of? Brantley. Who else in the AL West would would demanded that much i don't know but i yeah, mean it's just I, I, like yeah. you piece it all together brantley's sure. what 36 yeah brantley's almost half of that you put it all together right national league central 3.7 million you couldn't say that without that smirk on your fucking face it's just crazy to see it yeah. the second lowest number is 83 million and then the national league central comes in at 3.7 million yeah, that's bananas. AL, e- AL East, $307 million. NL Central, $3.7 million. Literally more than a hundred... A hundred times more. Times more. A hundred times more. Good God. That's really wild. They spent a hundred time, times more money. Yeah, that's, that's fucking crazy. It's gross. That puts it into perspective. It does, because guess what? There wasn't revenue sharing this year. I know. And there wasn't revenue sharing last year. So it just shows you that it's that it just leave, you know, leave the weak, leave the poor. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, even the poor over our counterparts in the AL Central. Granted, Chicago isn't like a small market. No, and they went and got Liam Hendricks. Yeah. That was a huge deal. Yeah, that was a big deal. But yeah, man, that's wild. Seeing that down on paper like that is just fucking crazy. It's disgusting. Yeah. And it's also showing you how much these guys are pinching pennies. Yeah. They could spend it. They could easily spend that money. I get it. I, I get it that it wasn't great for you last year. But this is also showing that the entire division is putting no good foot forward. Well, add $8 million to the NL Central because they signed... Wainwright. Wainwright. That is... Oh my God! Is that two and a half times? It double it two and a half times. Yeah, one player, one player who should have retired and just been working for Fox Sports. No shit. I mean, it could in, it could increase. There's whispers that uh, the Brewers are shopping for Justin Turner. I hate that. That would be scary. I would fucking hate that. Think about how weak the division is. That one person that could go play third base for the Brewers could swing the entire division. Yeah. I still like our roster. I do too. I still like our ro- I mean even with the addition of Turner. We just have a bad we have a just a bad taste in our mouth. Yeah. From Geno's last season. Yeah, and Castellanos and Moose with the freak injuries and Senzel, whenever he just looks at a baseball field, he gets hurt. Yeah, but I mean, Gino, we've been riding high on him his entire tenure with the Reds. We're last real season, 
Yeah. He almost hit 50 dingers. Think about this. I saw this stat last night on MLB Network. Since 2018, he has the second most home runs in the league. Right. You know who's first? Mike Trout with 100. Gino has 98. That's fucking awesome. Since 2018. Imagine imagine if he wasn't so fucking cold at the beginning of this season, of the yeah. 2020 season. He, he could have. He would be number one in, in baseball. Yeah. In the last 30 games, he had 15 dingers. Yeah. That's insane. That if you took in that, like, well, I mean, it was probably like 11, 12. If, you, if I had it in front of me, it would probably be like 11, 12. But in 30 games, he did that. Yeah. That's, all, that's close to a dinger a game. So you know, that's something that I've been trying to do lately is just, you know, albeit futile perhaps, but our roster still has a chance to be what they could be. You know, I know that's not a very articulate breakdown of it, but Gino could come out and be an MVP type guy. I agree. He really could. I wholeheartedly agree with you because I, 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 don't, I don't not buy it. I don't yeah. I don't not buy that I mean it was a weird thing they had they didn't have a full spring training after they shut it down yeah. waiting like a lot of players just couldn't handle it. you knock them out of rhythm people need to be in rhythm to succeed and once we found a rhythm during all of this horse shit we've you know there's been ups and downs mentally but like we have found a way to succeed and we've done it I'm sure as fuck a guy who is playing baseball with something that is a sixteenth of an inch makes a huge difference. He also needs that routine. Right. Look at Castellanos. Here we go. I'm still going to keep going off these 2019 numbers. Yeah. Because that's there in rhythm. They're doing their thing. They're fucking doing it. Motherfucker had a 525. It, hit, it was slugging at 525. He had an OPS plus of 122. 525 slugging is fat. That's between the doldrums of Comerica Park and then at Wrigley. That's the split season. And the guy had 58 doubles with 27 dings and 73 ribs. 58 doubles. Imagine that where it translates. Those 58 doubles, let's say 15 of them are dingers. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I still trust that that's the guy we signed. Sorry we lost a year because of air aids, but I still trust that's the guy we signed. Agreed. And we got him on a good contract. Great contract. He can't opt out next year either. Yeah. He can't opt out again until 2023, I think. I See, no, that's still... I put Castellanos up against any other outfielder in the central. I mean, besides like a Yelich. Sure. You know, but still... Agreed. Even still. Even still. Let's also do one more. Let's look at Moose in 2019, man. I mean, he hit 256. Okay. Or wait, sorry. I'm reading the wrong line. 254. 35 home runs, 87 ribs with an OPS plus of 114. Strong. I trust that. I trust that. I mean, he's going into his age 32 season, but that's not... But it, that's not crazy. No, I don't think Moose is washed. That bat's not going to decline. I don't think he's. I don't think he's washed. No. I trust those numbers. And even if a wash equates to him hitting 12 less dingers, I'll take 23 home runs out of my second baseman. Yeah, same. (laughs) I'll take that all day. You know what? Give me 15 less ribbies. I will take 75, 73 RBIs out of my second baseman, which was a negative position in 2019 for the Reds. Right. Negative war. Come on. I'm with you. I think we're just yelling at you, uh, yelling at you, and you're like, "Yeah, you're right." No, we're just agreeing. I mean, we're just we're just looking at it as Reds fans. You know, we're the optimistic Reds 
podcast. There, because someone has to do it. Try. You turn the radio on, and everyone's like, oh, 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 well, and I'm like, well, take a take a peek back. If that's another chicken or the egg situation. Is it's like, did the perils of Cincinnati sports happen? Because of the constant negative talk around Cincinnati sports, or is the constant negative talk about Cincinnati sports linked back to the constant peril of our organizations? Because as long as I've been here, every local talk show on the radio or whatever, they're just bitching. Of course. There's been plenty to bitch about in 2016, 17, 18. Yeah. 19. Sure. You know, plenty to bitch about, but even... I just don't see why you, you can't look at the roster that we have right now and try to be excited about it. You should. You know? You What's, should. Yeah. Hey, you know what? What came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't care. I'm going to crack that egg open. I'm going to fry it up. I'm going to kill that bird. I'm going to cut it up, and I'm going to deep fry it. I'm going to eat it up because I don't give a fuck. Chicken and eggs. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm hungry for this team <laughs> to be good. I know. Because we went through the, through it last year, and there was a lot of ups and downs. Because we had sixty games, and it was like do or die every every series, every second game or third game was like do or die, do or die. And then they fucking pulled it out and did it. And then the bats just went ice cold against the team that almost took out the Dodgers in the NLCS. What can't, do you want? Can't top that. What else do you want? You know, you you you, you know what you only, you know what you lost. The only thing you lost was a backup catcher. And Trevor Bauer, who was completely dominant, <laughs> but Archie Russell, Archie Russell, you did lose that, but you are gaining back a full season. And I read in the Athletic I, that they wouldn't be shocked if Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo came up at some point. Don't hate that. That's so exciting. That's extremely exciting. Be excited about that. Yes, dude. And then you were we were talking about shortstops with Simmons. And Dalton Simmons going to the Twins. You got Marcus Simeon going to the Blue Jays. You got Freddie fucking Galvis going to the Orioles. I guess that's just a a rehab for ex Red shortstops. Yeah, he'll, he'll hit thirty five home runs. Yeah, it's year. just the shortstop Betty Ford clinic. Yeah, no shit <laughs> for dead bats. Yeah, I think there's one guy that we have all overlooked. It started to pop up a little bit on Reds Riverfront, but I was saying this at the beginning of the week. Look at Jonathan VR. Yeah. That, that, you can, here's what you can do. Continuing with the rubric of looking at 2019. Correct. Looking at 2019, you have a guy that hit 274 with a 339 on base who had an OPS plus of 109 with 24 home runs and 73 ribbies. That is a substantial increase in production at your shortstop position. That was... The second worst in all of baseball. How old is VR? He will be 30 this year. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, in May. <coughs> I'll take it. Give me that all day. Yeah. Any place. wonder what he signs for. Like, I mean, because if Simmons is getting 10. Okay. Let's do another look here. Let's look at his contract. I know, I think he was uh, non-tendered. At the end of 2019. Okay. Which is bonkers to me. Because then he had that year. He was non-tendered by the Orioles. Bonkers. And then picked up by Miami. And he was signed to Miami. Traded to the Blue Jays. One year, 8.2. 
you don't get a raise off of that. So I mean, we could mm-hmm. get him for what two fifteen. Oh, I wouldn't do a two year. I would do a one year one seven five. Oh, really? You can go that low. I'd go one seven five. He's coming off of a off of a quote unquote bad year, and he was non tendered. Yeah. In twenty at the end of, at, in twenty twenty. Which is if which, you could get him for that cheap, you absolutely pull the trigger because then I mean everyone kind of wins. We don't. We don't just get a complete scrub of a shortstop, but we don't even have to pay anything. We pay, what? That's not even half of what we saved on ball, uh, Bradley. And I know how you spend the rest of that money. How do you do it? Here's how you spend the rest of that money. You go and you get two reliable veteran relievers. To that, replace Iglesias and Bradley. And you know who I get? Who do you get? The two guys that shut you the fuck down in the playoffs. Yeah. Shane Green and Mark Melanson. Yeah, they killed us. They killed us at they the back They killed end. us. With Will Smith, too. So get those guys. They're free agents. I don't know what it's going to cost, but I'm assuming you could take that other seven or $10 million and go get both of them on one-year deals. Yes. Because it's also so thick of relievers out there right now. So go fucking sign those two. I like that. I have the solved... R Green, Mallinson. I have solved our problems. Like you have many times before, <laughs> Right. And I'm, I'm talking about Mark Melanson, who's 35... He's a better looking guy than Pedro Strope was last year, and we were trying not to just to we were trying not to come everywhere when we signed him. Yeah, right. And then that was a fucking flop. Yeah, the floppiest of all the flops. Yeah. I don't hate both of those. No. At all. Come on. Come on. That's the move. That's ten thousand percent the move. I, you know? And then it does it suck? That we're not getting D.D. Gregorius and he's not having a homecoming. Yeah, but I'm not spending $30 million over two years no like what John Hyman's saying. No way. Come on. No, no way. way. You can't give him $30 million after you've already just scraped and, you know, made our team worse <laughs> yeah. by not, by cutting the money. Right. Like, you can't go out and just be like, ah, oh, this answers all the problems. Mm-mm. If you're going to fucking... If you're going to make a gash in your arm and you're just going to cover it up with band-aids, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. I mean, would I have liked Simmons one year 10.5? Yeah, but it's not it's that his offensive numbers aren't horny for me, which is where it's lacking at the position. Yeah. That's that's where I'm most worried about because defensively we're dog shit. Yeah. So fucking throw that out the window and just put VR at short. A guy who is going to be a better hitter than Simmons. Yeah. And it will probably be cheaper. And can also play third and second base. I don't know. I don't hate that. I think that's the move. Do they do it? No, because I think Nick Crawl's an idiot at this point. Yeah. How do you botch that with those guys? Yeah, it's bad. I don't know. And then there have been other... I can't think of the exact scenario, but that... There were, like, instead of us just letting Bradley go, we could have kept him, trade, put him in a trade package. Do you know what scenario I'm talking about in particular? I thought oh. there was one that popped up in the media thread. Oh, yeah, Danny pitched one. I totally fucking forget. I can't it remember. Was, but was, it just it just pointed to, you know, mishandling of by our front office. 
there are other teams out there who are, you know, saving money, but they're also going about it the right way and keeping pieces that they can keep in order to move for a better piece. Right. While still having that money saved. And they are saving that money and then just competing on television knowing they can't have full stands and make the money back. Yeah. And just being like, ugh, 2022? Maybe. Don't blame them. Especially with like the embarrassment of riches we have in the in the on the coast. Yeah. That's, you know, it seems like every team in the NL East except for the Marlins are going for it. Right. And every team in the and the and the uh NL West is going for it except for the Rockies. Yeah. Rockies and who else am I forgetting then? Giants. That was another rumored landing spot for for Bauer. Yeah, that would have been weird. It would have been weird cuz then it would just be Every ex-Reds pitcher. Yeah, no shit. They're stacked, which is weird. But, yeah, and aside from the Giants and the Rockies, I don't know what the Giants are doing. I think they're in a, like, do we rebuild? Do we not rebuild? I don't know what they're doing. But everybody else at the top of the, at the, top of the charts for the NL West is going for it. So that just leaves you to sit and think, like, why should I go for it while they're out there spending all this money and getting this top-tier talent? Right. I don't blame them for thinking that. Yeah, now's not the time to go for it. Wait until that top-tier talent is sputtered out and just build up to when they, when they're done, you're the new top dog. Yeah. It's like the cycle of the game. Exactly. But then that puts us in a spot, then shouldn't we trade Luis? Shouldn't we trade Gino? Shouldn't we? Yeah, because we are just, what, going to win the division for a couple years and get booted in the first round? Yeah. But you know what? Those division banners will look nice at Yo, exactly, and that goes back to what do you want? I would love us to win the division. That would be wonderful. I'll be king of shit mountain. Yeah. Yeah, that would be happy. I would be happy with that. Totally fine with that. And then just go out there and try to beat the Phillies or some shit. Yeah. Feasible. Sure. If there's expanded playoffs. Yeah. I'm cool with getting out and getting into the divisional round. Right. And then, like like we've been saying, too, like, who knows? You're going to go out and dance. You, can, you take me to the dance, let me cut up the rug, and we'll it's, see what happens. It's baseball. A lot of beautiful things can happen. And the ball can go any which direction. Any team can get hot at any time, and anybody could win it. It's a fact. So we can yell about what's on paper right now. We can look at how much money the other teams are spending. But we won't know until they start playing games. Yep. But there's one fucking thing that I am not a fan of, and I do not want it to happen. Ahmed Rosario is being talked about with the Reds Indian swap. Just to anybody and everybody who is comparing Ahmed Rosario's first three seasons with Barry Larkins, shut the fuck up. Where are you hearing that? There, it is all over the Reds Riverfront group on Facebook, which is like, I think, the smartest Reds group out there because they aren't just like, Joey Votto walks, he sucks. Yeah, right. This is Carol from Harrison. Like, no, this is, these are like actual baseball fans. Just because that he has quote unquote similar lines to Barry Larkin and that that's doesn't mean absurd. he's a Hall of Famer. Not even close. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. No. He's not. He doesn't have the same baseball IQ as Barry does. He watch him. He's not smart in the field. And if he's expendable after already being traded for Francisco Lindor, then you don't want him. Right. Come on. Yeah. I think the whole episode of this one is come on. Come on. I've said it so many times. Come on. Because it's like come on. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you thinking? 
if you think that this guy is a comparable move. No. I'm looking at him now. Guy sucks. He's fast. That's it. His club isn't even that good. If you're looking at him at his let's look at let's keep in the metrics. Let's look at his 2019 season. Um no, I'm going to look at baseball reference. I was looking at baseball savant. Um Come on, computer. Ahmed Rosario, 2017 through 2020. Again, I get it. Top 10 prospect. There's promise there, but mm, no, I'm not going to I'm not putting him in with there. 2019 he had an OPS plus of 101 with 72 ribs, 287 average with 15 home runs, 7 triples, 30 doubles. Okay. But fielding, not so great. Not so great whatsoever. I'm trying to find his fielding. Here we go. Uh this is where it gets me. Let's keep going with the 2019 season. Um his total zone total zone total fielding runs above average. Negative 10. Yikes. Woof. An actively bad glove. And a 969 fielding percentage. Not high enough. No. And even in a shortened season, in a shortened season in 2020, 981. Mm-mm. No. Not a fan of that. And you have to trade for that. You have to give up pieces. Yeah, exactly. I can give VR money. No, we just give money for a shortstop. We can't be giving out pieces for our fifth option at shortstop you know no if you're trading for a shortstop then you just unload you unfucking load and you go get story or some shit yeah no kidding 2019 vr's um feeling percentage was worse 957 but his oh where you go total zone total fielding runs above nope that's not the same stat where did you go here it is same Zone average here, we're looking at... Come on, buddy. Where'd you just go? I just fucking had you. Minus four. I'm taking one year of him, because if you believe in Jose Garcia, that's what you do. Right. What do you think after hearing that? You take a one... Yeah, I, I want to... Si- I like the package that you put together with VR, Mellison, and Green. I mean, obviously, I know that's a lot of pieces that come in, but, you know, I I do like our faith in Garcia. Like, I want to believe in Jose Garcia, you know? The glove's major league ready. Send him down and let him cook for another year. That's I like that, I like that take as well. Whoever we bring in, let it be for a year. We couldn't afford one year 18 of Simeon. Right. That would have been dumb. But I mean, the more I think about it, if we're if all we're looking for is a stopgap at shortstop, and we're cutting all this money and trying to save this money and doing this weird little semi quasi rebuild or whatever, yeah, man, don't go out and blow your fucking wad on DD. Right, and then don't go out and trade prospects to go and get a twenty-five year old. Right. What is that sending to Jose? Yeah, exactly. Someone who's controllable that is quote unquote major league ready? Yeah, that's not a good that's not a good feeling if you're him. No. You're marinating the meat wrong in the crock pot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
you are using barefoot Merlot instead of a nice boxed wine. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it wrong. For your chuck roast. Yeah, man. I don't I just don't buy into that. Because look at what they did when they traded when they traded and dumped Homer's Homer when they dumped Homer and then got Puig and Wood and Farmer, which Farmer's the only one left, we gave up two guys that are in the top one hundred in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Uh Jeter Jeter Downs and Josiah Gray. Yeah, Josiah Gray. You're giving up those two you gave up those two and the only thing you have left for it is a, a is a is just a utility guy. Yeah. That's an average utility guy. And it sucks in this conversation about our shortstop that it feels kind of like you're dragging Kyle Farmer's name because he is a solid fucking player. He's not an everyday shortstop, you know, but like Farmer's solid. He's a solid utility guy. I agree. Stick him in a lot of different places. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, he's, he's your third string catcher. Yeah. For Christ's sake. I'm not, you're right. I'm not dragging him through the mud here. I'm not trying to. I love the boy. I love the guy a lot. He's 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 a great dude. But at the same time, you can't rely on him to be your your everyday shortstop. No. The fact that he started game one of the playoffs last year shows you. That's glaring. How bad it is. Right. It's glare. It's disgusting. Yeah. Not an everyday guy. And we screwed the pooch and didn't get Simmons or Simeon. I don't know if screwed the pooch is the right way to put it because we just don't know yet. Right. We'll see after we'll see how it has to, you know, the chips need to fall. Right. We'll see what happens the next week, next two weeks, and leading up to spring training. And leading into spring training, Maricopa County sent out a letter, an open letter to Major League Baseball saying, don't fucking come. Don't come here. Our COVID cases are too high. Signed by the mayor, the governor, the board of trustees, and literally everybody who works in the state of Arizona and Maricopa County, including the janitor who cleans the fucking courthouse. Yeah. That's so stupid. Arizona's like, yeah, we need to be safe. (laughs) It's the whole fucking reason why you have to send this letter is because you guys have just been opened up since May. Yeah. (laughs) Right. My thing is that it is, Passon tweeted about it, and I'm kind of paraphrasing from what he said. It is extremely hypocritical. You know they're playing NHL and NBA games with fans? Right. Come on. Right. That's another, come on! Yeah, you can go to a Coyotes game. Right. I can go see Chris Paul right now in a Suns jersey. Yeah, no shit. But I do play devil's advocate. I do get it. You are having entire baseball organizations fly in and set up camp where they are sharing rent with another team. So you've got two full organizations at one spot. So what? It's a lot of bodies. 600 bodies? Yeah, it's a lot of bodies. Is that crazy? That's not crazy. Maybe 250, three? I don't know. Right. That's a lot of bodies. But get your shit together. Right. They're going to be bubbled up. They're all going to be tight-nipped. They're going to be at the hotel. I mean, if they're going to be at the hotel and at the ball field. You hope. You hope that that's what happens. Yeah. You hope, and you hope that MLB says, this is how the bubble works. We're going to set it up. Don't go do anything. Don't be like Kyrie Irving and go to a family event maskless during the season. 
Right. Off season, do whatever you want. But during spring training and the regular season, you're getting paid a lot of money to play baseball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More money than we'll see in our lifetime to throw a ball 94 miles an hour. People are like, oh, yeah, the travel, the travel. It's like, yeah, on just chartered flights. <laughs> right. And, like, coach buses. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Come on. Coach, like, the purse brand. Yeah. <laughs> like, nice buses where Very. every seat's a fucking lazy boy. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got little little horse-drawn carriages and embroidered on the headrest. Yeah, it's a whole fucking thing. It's real nice. I think it's hypocritical. I think it's bullshit. Agreed. Oh, dude, it's so it's it's utter bullshit. It's like the same thing we've been saying through COVID. You can't pick and choose if you're not going to follow all the way 100%. Yeah, exactly. You're either all the way in, you're staying at home, you're wearing your mask around your dog because it might go outside and shit and pick something up, or... You don't go to the grocery store, you Instacart it, or you kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll wear my mask and go out and do my little thing. Yeah. Or you're on the other side, which is like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do whatever I want, and I don't care. Right. People toe the line, man. COVID's a nice little thing to be able to throw out there. It's the coverall. That's right. You know, it's the coverall. Yeah. And it's a lot of a lot of reasons for businesses to, like, cut shit that they've never, they didn't really want to do in general. Yes, that's so true. They're like, ah, do we have to keep doing this? Nah, just blame it on COVID. Yeah, no, nah, it's COVID, just man. Just say it's COVID. Yeah, we're yeah we're no longer um, offering fountain drinks because of COVID. So you have to buy cans of soda now here at Jimmy John's. Yeah, no shit. Because COVID, you know. Yeah, what do you want me to do? Sorry, it's saving yeah. us a lot of money, but COVID. <laughs> Sorry, here at McDonald's, the McFlurry machine's down. Why? Uh, COVID. COVID nineteen. It's COVID. Yeah. COVID nineteen. That's it. Nope, sorry, we have to put tomatoes on everything. <laughs> COVID. COVID, we got, it, we got it all split up. We got to put it on everything. Bastards. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Come on. Come on. It's the name of the pod. Come on. It's the name of the pod. We, but we, we, we missed the boat, and we're still waiting at the dock. And we squeaked out another one, man. Another week of just, like, you know, some stuff to talk about. I'd say there was a fair amount. Yeah, this one was the most this was the most action that we have seen in a month. Yeah, which is depressing. Yeah, we came back last week and it's like how do we turn 90 minutes into George Springer? Or we, George Springer into 90 minutes. We found a way and last we week. We did. No, we keep finding a way, baby. The nasty boys are a resilient bunch. It's very true. It's very very true. Um overall, I'm still not going to pass 100% judgment until they are th- until the gloves are popping at spring training. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pass that judgment. In the meantime, what c- the fuck? Come on, <laughs> come on, come on. So this was great. We'll see how it pans out, man. I mean, yeah, maybe next week we can ha- Turner to Milwaukee. I mean, if Turner goes to Milwaukee, there has to be some sort of answer. And I think that would force the Reds' hand to sign DD. I've agreed. If their ceiling right now is to win the Central, and you're mm-hmm. willing to go out and spend as much money as you can to do that mm-hmm. in our weird little half-in, half-out rebuild, yeah, you can't let Turner get signed and then trade for Rosario. Yes. You know, you can't do that. You know what this feels like, the half-in, half-out? 
is the um, those you see at bars, the covered patios now, the outdoor tents that the, people the are rooms. eating in. There are rooms. Yeah, that's half in, half out. They're inside, outside buildings. Yeah, you're yeah. not. You're. It's almost worse because there's no air circulating around. So yeah, that the half in, half out. The Cincinnati Reds right now are the patio at Neons. Sorry, yeah. Rosedale. Right. That's what they are right now. There's a place over in Covington that just has those pod like storage units. Yeah. Oh, like the the actual. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like the levy. Literally rooms. Yeah. Well, I'm talking uh, Molly Malone's over there in Covington. They've just got a bunch yeah. of empty storage containers, which are just rectangle Rooms. buildings. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right. That are People are still gathered. Yeah. But they're just in, you know, Half in, trailers. half out, man. I, did I mean, I ain't mad at Molly Malone's for doing that. Get your money. Do what you have do to do. Do what you have to fucking do. Yep. You know, I'm not, I'm not here to besmirch their name, but it Never. is an apt analogy. You know what I did do? The bubbles at Bax- Braxton. Oh, yeah. I saw those the, the other day. They look cool. It is super fun. Two hours, 30 bucks a person, all you can drink. Yeah. You make a reservation. You get it for two hours. They sanitize, clean the whole thing out. It's great. You get a little heater in there. That's pretty cool. It's awesome. Then yeah. you got little vents you can open up. You're with your buddies. It's a good outing. It's a great in outing. wonder if anybody's hotboxed one yet. We can try. You gotta figure people are trying. Oh yeah, I bet we could pull it off late night. Get the bartender in there, rip this. Come on. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. We're clean. Come on. Share this, Jay. I got tested. I did my anal swab. I'm good. Molly, my mom got her second COVID uh, vaccine. How's she feeling? She got that horn yet? No, no horn. <laughs> um, I don't. Last I talked to her, she wasn't feeling. Because after the second one, you typically do have some mild symptoms. That's just like, it's yeah. not the COVID vaccine. That's like all vaccines. Right. You know, you're getting a little bit of it shot into you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, no, she's feeling fine. That's good. I talked to somebody who did the trials and they got the actual vaccine. And I was like, how'd you feel? He said ne- that at that next day, nausea, diarrhea, yeah. sweating, sick. fever. It's like I was sick. But then after that, I was fine. Who, who do I know? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you after. Bet. So. I was like, okay. He's like, it's not even on the market yet. I was like, really? He said, yeah. I was a part of the clinical trials with the troops. Is it our buddy up in Detroit? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I talked to him <laughs> about that. Yeah. He's like, the, me and the troops have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It killed him. I'm like, you're testing it on the our front line d- of defense? Yeah, road headliners and the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> the few, the proud, the road, the road headliner. Fuck, man! Uh, did you did you see uh, all of the new a bunch of New Jersey comics got the co- got the COVID vaccine because they they applied for it on the grounds that they are they travel for their no way yeah they travel for their posi- their profession so they travel they cr- catch the ferry and go over to New York and they're traveling oh my god so they got the vaccine god damn it Ohio. Kentucky, get your shit together. Come on, man. Shoot me up with it. I need it. I put it anywhere. I don't care. I really don't care. If you have to put it through the tip of my penis for it to be effective, go for it. I don't care. Prince Albert me. Prince Albert me so I can go to a concert. So I can go back to work. No shit. Oh, well. Well, let's round third and head for home. Shall we? What do you got? Um, I'm, I do. I have a show. On 
February 11th, somewhere in Owensboro. Oh, no, Bar yeah. Louie in Owensboro, February 11th. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a Sobel gig. Fuck yeah. Yeah, got that, baby. COVID country! Three-hour drive. That'll be tight. Yeah, I'm That'll excited. be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm geeked. Uh, I thought you were going out of town with uh, Fitzsimmons. Oh, yeah, I, that was supposed to be this weekend. They get canceled? They got canceled. Fuck! They got COVID canceled. That sucks. Yeah, he canceled all of his February and March dates. I don't blame him. He went out on the road in January, and he said he went to Phoenix two weeks ago, and that it was just pretty pretty ravenous. Oof. And, uh, yeah, so he just canceled his dates. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah, that was this weekend. I should be on the stage at the Kansas City Comedy Club literally right now. And bringing me back ribs. Bringing you back ribs. You know what have brought you some freeze-dried ribs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. Only. Next so, time. Some other time. There'll be no. There, yeah. I mean, my thing is that there is going to be another time, and I think we've talked about it privately. But there are some people who will not return out of fear for this forever, and there are some people who won't return because they have lost the passion for it. So it kind of opens up the doors for a lot of other people. It's a fact, Jack. Fact, Jack. Uh, for me, we're looking at mid-February for Bond with Friends. I still have three in the can. I'm recording two next week. Uh, recorded the fun end part uh, for you listeners. You get to hear this. The end of each episode ends with me finding a gadget from the movie on eBay, like a prop extra, and then it starts to ring, and that's how I communicate with the ghost of Sean Connery. Very nice. Very exciting. So recorded a bunch of those. They are so goddamn funny. Um, But, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much to Live CBD for being our premier CBD sponsor. Thank you to Bet Online for being our premier online betting sponsor. And thanks always to Armchair Media for having us. Mm-hmm. And as always, go Red Legs! Stay nasty. <laughs>